now you're ready to do this thing called content editing. Okay? So content editing is it takes a lot of experience, it takes a lot of practice. Um, there is no hard and fast rule. Basically, the what you're doing here is you are taking out a bunch of knives, a bunch of butcher knives, and you're cutting out all the nonsense that you don't want people to hear, all the nonsense you don't want to make it out to to the final uh, final cut or to make it to publishing. La. Okay? So um, but you will find in the process of doing your content editing, you will run into a lot of situations of should I cut this? You know, do I have to cut this? Uh, how do I cut this properly? And when you do run into those situations, I always like to have this principle in mind to prioritize the listening experience. So this is like my sort of guiding principle if I have difficulty making uh, content editing decisions. Okay, so each of these uh, uh, four points here that I've listed under content editing, they are ranked from the easiest to do and then the more uh, challenging or more tricky to do because uh, the ones at the bottom will require a bit more subjective uh, experience, a bit more practice, a bit more uh, knowledge, whereas the top is a bit more straightforward. Okay, I'll start out with cutting out dead air. So dead air is basically all the let's say in the middle of the recording, right, um, you ask your guest a question and then the guest takes like 30 seconds to think of an answer. They go, mm, ah, mm, ah, for like 30 seconds before I come with a response. No one wants to listen to that. The audience doesn't need to hear that. There's no reason to leave it in. You can cut it out. It's dead air. Same with like, let's say if in the middle of your recording, the guest, you know, needs to use the bathroom and they leave for like two minutes, but you forgot to pause the recording. Again, this empty two minutes, no one needs to hear that. There's no reason to leave it in. You can just cut it out. It's dead air. Also, same with like maybe uh, before you start the episode proper, uh, maybe you did like a little bit of small talk. Um, that one you you can also cut out. Same with at the end if you do, if you do a little, like uh, some small talk after you finish the recording already. So this is what we call dead air. It's the easiest to cut out because it is very straightforward. People don't want to hear this. It is not part of the actual uh, recording or like the actual episode or whatever content that you're going to record. You can just cut it out. Okay. Then next, uh, we will do this thing called minimizing or try to remove crutch words. Lah. Okay, so crutch words are things like um, uh, ah, or the, the younger people or like to do, you know, or like. Okay, so it is basically words and sounds that people make when they're trying to think of what they want to say. It is very common, and if you start recording, and once you start recording, you start to notice even yourself how often you rely on these sorts of crutch words. Lah. Okay? So in fact, uh, this little highlighted waveform here, this is what an um looks like. Okay? So after you've done enough editing and after you've recorded enough content, right, you can you can recognize really if you see this in your in your waveform, okay, this guy is yeah, this guy is using the crutch word. There's an um coming up, it's very easy to cut. Okay? So um, the reason why we want to remove or minimize crutch words is because it can be very exhausting and tiring to listen to. Um, particularly if, like, let's say a person is trying to make a point, right? But then in the process of making this point, they include a lot of like ums and ahs and your knows and like something very simple can end up, something very simple that can be expressed in like, I don't know, 10 seconds ends up taking like 30 seconds, 40 seconds which is you're wasting a lot of people's time, right? So to me, it's like, if you can get to the point much quicker and much faster, it reflects a lot better on the speaker. So it, it, it also is a much better listening experience as well. But the reason why I say minimize instead of you know, completely remove 
is because it is not natural for people if they are trying if they are speaking to not rely on these crutch words lah, right because a lot of people when you're speaking and you're trying to speak naturally you do tend to rely on these you do tend to um and ah uh and whatever a lot what so as best as you can remove um crutch words but you have to balance it with trying to not make it sound too inauthentic so let's say if like in a stretch of uh, a, a raw vocal track, right? Let's say a, a 10 second a raw vocal track and the person is speaking for this 10 second stretch. If there's like, I don't know, 10, 10 uh, crutch words in there. And if you remove all 10 and it sounds like, after, after you cut out all 10, it sounds like they, they, they are like an alien or something, then you know you cut out too much already. Then you should like undo, maybe include a few just to make it sound a bit more authentic, like a bit more natural sounding, okay? so. Uh, aside from that, uh, there's also making clean cuts. So making clean cuts, the idea here is that if you are looking to cut right or remove bits of the vocal track, try to do it such that you uh, start out from like an empty space and then end in an empty space. And the reason why you why you want to do this is so as to avoid like little pops or little like uh, like glitchy sounds that come out if you didn't cut properly. Because like, let's say if you cut, so let's say this um, right, you want to remove, and you cut right in the middle of this, right? What will happen is that it goes from silence, and then suddenly the, the, the second half of the um comes out. And it can, it can be very jarring, and it's, it's a very uh, unpleasant listening experience. Lah, okay? So this is why I say, or why I like to emphasize, try to make clean cuts as much as you can. Um, another thing as well, if you do need to uh, cut, like in between a word or in the middle of uh, a phrase, or let's say if the speaker is uh, tends to mumble or jumble up their words, right? Then you will need to then you will need to cut in the middle. Uh, what you can do to sort of like make the unclean cut a little cleaner is you can apply like fade in or fade out to sort of smoothen uh, the rough cut, lah. So this is um, akin to you know like a like a craftsman. They need to like sand the wood after they they chop the wood down. This is akin to that. Okay, so this is like the fade in and fade out effect. Okay, and then finally, uh, during the editing process, I always like to keep in mind to edit for flow. Uh, this means that if you're cutting and you're removing things and you're, you're rearranging like different parts of the recording around, you should try to keep in mind pacing and continuity, okay? So pacing is the idea of um, the tone or like the feel or the listening, general listening experience of the show. Lah, right? So if it's a comedy show, if it's a, a chat show, it's supposed to be high energy, people are laughing around, people are talking very animated, uh, you want to keep the pace high, you want to minimize like, the lulls in between the conversation. So if they, are, if they take like two to three seconds too long to make a response, then you should cut it out to, to keep up the pace of the conversation. Same with the converse. If let's say you are doing a horror storytelling kind of show, um, you don't want to cut the, you, you want to maintain like the, the, the pace, you want to keep it uh, serene, you want to maintain like the tense atmosphere, you don't want to cut the gap such that you, know, you completely lose all that tension, lose all the, the horror in the, uh, in the editing or in the final cut, okay? Then continuity is just the idea of uh, if you're removing parts, please be careful of removing such that the conversation or the topic they're talking about doesn't make sense. Because like, for example, if your conversation goes from point A to point B to point C, if you cut out, just be careful not to remove like point B in between and then it goes from A to C 
and it's very confusing, it's very uh, jarring experience. Uh, the conversation doesn't make sense, it may, can be difficult to track. Okay, so uh, that is the content editing side of things. And finally, we go into packaging and mixing. La. Okay, so this is after you've done your uh, cleanup, you've already uh, edited out all the ums and ahs and everything. Uh, your, your, your vocal tracks are good to go. You're ready to package it and get it ready to upload. So uh, what we usually do for podcasts in terms of packaging and like uh, uh, getting it ready for publishing, right, is that we like to add intros and outros. Simply like, a, it, most of the time it's like a short a three to five second bit of music at the start and at the end, sort of like to uh, signal this is the start of the show, this is the end of the show, very simple stuff. Lah. Okay? But I would say here to recommend to keep the intros and outros short and sweet. Three to five seconds is about the ideal length. Um, I've heard some shows, they put the music at the beginning, they make it stretch for like 30 seconds, a minute. I'm like, I'm not here to listen to the music, I'm here to listen to the content. Keep it short, keep it sweet, get straight to the point. Okay? Then of course, uh, with regards to if you are going to be using music and so on, please avoid using copyrighted material, um, especially from the very big recording artists, because you don't want to get into you don't want to run into legal trouble uh, if you don't have those uh, copyrights to do to those uh, songs. Uh, okay? And instead just try to use royalty-free sound libraries. So YouTube, the YouTube sound library is one. Uh, there's a website called freesound.org as well, which is quite, it's just a quite good resource uh, for people who want to use uh, music and incorporate music in their intros and outros. Okay, so uh, finally, just to note as well, if you are going to be using intros and outros, do adjust the level of the music once the vocals come in or once the vocals go out. Okay, this is uh, a process is called mixing, where it's adjusting the level such as such that the priority or what you're supposed or what the audience is supposed to be focused on comes to the forefront rather than being jumbled together with uh, the music that's going on in the background, which would be very distracting. Okay? So in Audacity, you can do this adjusting process uh, through something called Envelope. It's a tool within Audacity itself. Uh, I'm not sure what it's called in other uh, software, but basically the idea is you want to uh, lower the volume here such that the when the vocals come in, it's clear, it's it's precise, people know they're not distracted by the music going on in the background. Okay, and then finally, once you're done with all of these, you're ready to publish it, you're ready to save, then just remember to save the project file, export in uh, MP3 for MP3 format, um, and then the the format they like to use is 192 kbps. I think this is just very standard stuff. La. Don't use wave, don't use wave files. MP3 is fine. Then after that you can, you know, upload it to Spotify or wherever you need to to get your podcast out there. Okay, so that essentially is covers the basics of podcast recording and editing. And then you're done, and you'll be hopefully happy like this gentleman over here. Um, of course, this is just a very very basic overview. Um, a lot of these things. Uh, if you're interested to learn more, you can always you know, Google, look at YouTube uh, videos to go and learn more. Maybe go, go to uh, book, book one of the studios to try and figure out the equipment. Uh, do some recording yourself to, to gain some experience. Okay?